I want you to stop talking and start drinking. You're listening to The Modern Drinker. Let's drink! I need you guys to be amazing tonight, so start drinking now. I don't know about amazing, but we can definitely start drinking. Why not? It's the reason for the season, and it is Great American Beer Festival weekend. And without further ado, uh, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker's out getting a guest right now, but we'll head on over to the VIP line and uh, talk to our VIP. Along with Kyle Moyer, we'll bring Kyle up as well. Charlie Papazian, do we have you? Hello, sir. I'm, I'm uh you're at the Great American Beer Festival. Where, where, where are you? Where else? I know. Where are we? Where are we? I know. We had some connectivity issues coming out of the hall this year, so we'll be back around with you next year. And uh, Kyle Moyer, our roving reporter, is there actually right now. Are you guys, Kyle, are you near Charlie? I have no idea. Where are you, Charlie? Um, I'm, I'm up in one of the crow's nests here. Oh, you got where, 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 where it's relatively quiet, overlooking the crowd. You've got the eye in the sky. I like that a lot. <laughs> really cool. So, uh, as we have Kyle Moyer going, uh, walking around and, and getting us some good guests as well. But Charlie Papazian, here you are back on the Modern Eater and the Modern Drinker shows. Uh, just a local community-based show and. And uh, people that don't know who Charlie Papazian, I, we refer to you as the godfather of brewing beer. Is that fair? Well, I've been called a lot worse, so <laughs> that sounds really good, actually. Right? Now. No, I was, yeah, people attribute uh, uh, craft brewing and craft beer and home brewing uh, to a lot of what I've been involved with for the last uh, almost 50 years. <laughs> 50 years you've been brewing? Almost. I'm three years away from that. Did, did 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 it come? Did it come to a point? To uh, did you believe it would come to this point? Well, yeah. You know, when you drink your own good homebrew, you start. You dream, and you have visions. I had a vision of a home brewer in every neighborhood and a craft brewery in every town, and it's come to that. But what I didn't envision was the impact that all those. You know, you know, numbers are numbers, and statistics are statistics. And dreams are dreams about when it actually happens, the impact of all that's happening with craft beer and craft brewing and all this activity is just, it floors me. It, and it, Jay Parker's back in studio. And again, Kyle Moyer, you jump in anytime you want to as well. But uh, last time we caught up with you last year at the Great American Beer Festival, we kind of spoke about the, the beginnings of the festival, which um, uh, we, we went through a crash course of learning uh, the, 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 what I'm going to call the art of a, of a festival. We had 50 breweries, Charlie, um, downtown about two weeks ago. We called it Micro Brew Fest. And okay. uh, just having 50, first of all, so flattering to have them all show up. You think, oh, no, they're not going to do it. Um, how many breweries did you assemble the first year of GABF? The first year we ass were able to, to assemble 20 breweries and 40 beers. And those 20 breweries represented about half of the number of breweries that were in the country in those days. And and listen, you know, we're kind of spoiled with getting the word out through networking and social media and and being uh, not so much back then. It was kind of like word of mouth. If you loved beer, you were going to go to this beer festival, right? Yes. Well, beer was our network and home brew. Basically, home brewing was our network because it was the American Home Brewers Association that produced and put on the first two great American beer festivals. And it was this network of homebrew enthusiasts that knew that there was something 
with more flavor and more choice out there and they they supported that first event like you know they didn't know what to anticipate but it was just you know different kinds of beer and they were wanting really avid and enthusiastic to try these things what what were some of the styles of beers that were being made at that time what was hot like right now sours are hot right yeah, well, in '82, you know, it was a, you know, it was an extreme beer. It was a English style pale ale, a porter, a stout. Um, well, Anchor Steam beer was pretty extreme too at the time, and they were all at the beer festival. Boulder Beer, Sierra Nevada, and Anchor Brewing were, were all there, and uh, they were considered pretty extreme beers in those days because, you know, the lexicon of beer styles and what we, the choices that we have now. Weren't in anybody's vision or dreams yet. That's interesting, and more and more prevalent these days as well as the recipes get more complex. But here it is: you've got Great American Beer Festival, and you added an event within an event with the paired event, um, pairing right. beers and food, uh, and even cooking with beer is becoming more prevalent because of the the complexity of the recipes. Um, what, what where what do you figure food? And how does that serve purpose with beer? Well, you know, we we had, like you mentioned, the event paired. Um, we've done that for about six years now, and chefs come from around the country. And actually, there's a, a couple of chefs from Mexico that came up um, and worked with breweries and their beers to uh, uh, put formulate uh, offerings of food prepared right here at the convention center by these expert chefs to uh, pair with the with these special beers that would they thought they would match up and what's that what that does is just you know chefs love it because you know it, it offers so much more beer offers so much more opportunity than any other alcoholic beverage whether it's wine or distilled spirits you don't have I don't know if you have any whiskey and food tasting or that would be kind of strange to me but um, you know with all the diversity and the flavors that went from sours to stouts to loose beers to um, saisons to beers made with roots and flowers and you name it um, you can come up with some amazing matches between beers and uh, presentations of food I, I completely agree and one of my favorite up-and-comers here locally is a intrepid sojourner project and they just make some really cool beers but they're doing it with basil beer and a garlic beer and it just seems like a, a no-brainer to use those one-offs um, to pair up with food and, and and possibly cook with it as well yep yep I had a sour beer that was uh, infused or partly made with tomatillas Mm. Um, and that was served with a frozen yogurt with hatch green chilies and uh, a few other yummy things. And, you know, at first, you're kind of taken aback. What's this combination going to offer me? And you tasted it, and I tasted it, and I said, wow, this really works. So, you know, beer festival for me, after all these years, is still an exploration. I walk into the hall, and every year I'm exploring new new ideas and things of that people are presenting, whether it's food, beer, or 
the enthusiasm. Yeah, you wouldn't know it because I'm dominating your time. But again, Greg Holland back, Jay Parker's in studio, <laughs> Kyle Moyer's on the phone from the Great American Beer Festival Hall, uh, from Alpine Dog Gardner Hammond uh, is here with us as well. And uh, I want to get to a couple other nuances with that. But here, and Kyle Moyer, do we still have you on the line? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, so Kyle Moyer, he owns the Crafty Fox, 39th and, and Fox Street. Crafty Fox is uh, basically a tap house. Do so we still have you, Charlie? Yep, I'm here. Yep, Charlie's yep. there. It's just so good and quiet that it's uh, <laughs> it shocked me. Felt Don't like jinx here. But so with the Crafty Fox, he's got how many taps do you have, Kyle? We have 60. Now, doesn't that just blow your mind when you started out with that he could actually offer 60 uh, different styles of beer uh, at, at, a, at a tap room? That's pretty remarkable that we've come that far to be able to have those offerings. We've come a long ways. Um, you know, it wasn't that long. It was within memory that where most, most taps or restaurants or bars would serve six beers. It would usually be Coors, Coors Light, Bud, Bud Light, Miller, Miller Light. And maybe Heineken, and good, uh, great beers if you like those kind of styles. But you know, today's beer drinker wants a bit more of a choice. And now you go into restaurants, bars, and taverns, and there's they, those beers might still be around, but there's a hell of a lot more choice there besides that. Yeah, and we sit in there with Kyle Moyer as, as people do tastings with him with beers and that type of thing. Um, Kyle, when when you t ask Charlie, I'm I'm dominating this. Kyle, what do you want to say to Charlie? <laughs> hi, I love just to start with a hi. Absolutely, I love you. <laughs> How do I get access to the crow's nest? <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> no, I'm in a very comfortable location in in a corner right now where it's nice and quiet. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's kind of fun. I was hoping you guys would be here because it is fun to be immersed in this crowd because you kind of the electricity rubs off on you when you're nearby all these people having a blast you're right it grabs you it really does um again uh, charlie papazian online with us we call him the godfather of brewing beer and um the brewers association as well kind of the face of the brewers association uh very well needed and here's one of these things is we have um alpine dog uh, here in studio with us in Gardner Hammond and uh, Gardner you'd say well why you're not at the Great American Beer Festival pouring beer well, I gotta ask you this question Charlie and, and this is really so you've added a hundred new breweries right to an already very busy event and um, the Great American Beer Festival it sells out every year it grows and grows and grows but being the advocate of the one-offs being uh, being able to feature that does the model of the Great American Beer Festival need to change so guys like Gardner don't think that they'll be just lost in in the muck in the mire with so many breweries and and so little uh, uh, so little ability to be able to market themselves well um, ooh, that was a pretty big mouthful of a question. Sure there. was. <laughs> I don't think the, the model gets tweaked every year. And if you walked into this hall this year and you were here last year, you it, it visually looks different. It uh, looks more festive, a little bit more open space. There's brew pub area that's been really stiffed up. There's, uh, you know, the meet the brewer area is, uh, is a, it looks much more festive. Um, but, you know, 
Again, let me let me rephrase that yeah. question. Here's the question: How do you how do you reach out to a guy like Gardner and say, you know what, I hear what you're saying, and, and here here are ways to where you can really feature yourself? What would your advice be to a guy like that? You know, brewers have been coming to this event for thirty six years, and even that question was always asked even in the very early days there would be brewers they would come here from arkansas from new england from new york from california and they were wondering kind of half wondering what the heck were they coming out here to or to denver colorado to a beer festival in a city where they're never gonna they never imagined they would sell their beer and what what the brewers get um what, what they got then and certainly they get a certain degree of it now is they get they get jazzed. There's, they see what is possible. They, they, they are with their, with their kin. They're with their the community of brewers. They talk to each other. The ideas, and they go back home with much more enthusiastic. That's what kind of drove a lot of these brewers that were in these far off places that didn't know anything. That beer drinkers didn't know anything about craft beer, microbrew beer, call it what you want, and they said it's possible because I they've seen it, and that was that's what kind of inspiration that drove people to persist, and failure was not an option at that point. So today here we are, you know, there's 800 plus breweries in the hall, a uh, couple of thousand beers. Uh, being poured and you know do you get lost well you know you shouldn't feel lost because you're always going to be surrounded with beer enthusiasts that are going to discover you and taste your beer and you're going to get feedback and you can only get feedback one at a time no matter what beer festival you go to anywhere in the country and that one off one off those one off conversations I think are inspirational Wow. <laughs> Pretty well. That's well a good said. answer. Yeah. That's hey, Charlie, nice. did you put some thought into that one? That was, that was. No, I just, uh, maybe I had a couple of beers before. <laughs> yeah. Very passionate. And listen, that passion, uh, bleeds through. We can't take your time up all night as much as we'd like to. Uh, anybody want to jump in? Say something to Charlie Papazian? Well, Kyle here. I want to, I one one quick thing is I was watching the awards today and I saw that, uh, there's a proposal. Um, during that from a, a brewer or an owner or somebody from a brewery. And I wonder, Charlie, is that the first time you've seen that? What proposal? I saw, I saw it in about halfway through when, um, uh, I, I forget the brewery, but a uh, gentleman asked the lady to marry him right in front of you. Oh, oh, that yeah, real proposal. Yes, <laughs> I was like a feet away when that one. happened. I was two feet away. We were all crying afterwards up on the stage. We were just blew us away. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the first. Mar- yeah, I uh, imagine I, I was watching. The- that seemed pretty. That seemed pretty. You know, I I imagine he had a plan B in case he didn't win a medal. But it just seemed like the perfect story for them to win a medal and then be able to do that on stage. That seemed kind of neat, and I figured that might be a first for. Uh, GABF history there. That was definitely a first. Well, and it was very extemporaneous, I can assure you. Let's take it a step <laughs> further, Charlie. Can we get you to get online and, and, and get your uh, license to be an ordained minister? Because I think that probably <laughs> that would take off year after year if you could just spend a couple hours marrying people. <laughs> that's a cra- I mean, that's a crazy notion, but I 100% they would be a home run because they would be line enough to have Charlie marry him, I can guarantee it. 
<laughs> well, that would be a new direction for me. I'll Charlie, <laughs> here's another new direction. I think that you should do something like Kyle Moyer and have a, a, a tap house with a, a, a hundred taps or 200 taps. <laughs> Could you do it? Well, I don't know how many taps. If I ever started doing that, I don't know how many taps I would have, but one beer at a time, and that's that's what my life has been, Pe- one beer at a time. People would show up. I know they would. They were in droves. If Charlie recommends, here's 100 uh, tap lines of uh, Charlie Papazian recommended beers. Every year we have you do it. If you could do it one more time, we put you on the spot, and we cut a liner out that says, uh, hey, it's Charlie Papazian. You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Radio. Can you bust one of those out for us? Yes, I'll try. And it's going to be very off the off the top of my head here. Is Charlie Papazian? We're on the Modern Drinker Show on Hal Radio. Is that it? Hey, sounds good to me, man. <laughs> I mean, that was a home run right off the bat. And then do one the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Okay, this is Charlie Papazian and uh, the Modern. Eater show on Kmart and iHeart Radio. I love and, it. And uh, I'm at the Great American Beer Festival, and wish I was in the studio hat sharing a beer with you guys as well. Cheers, Charlie. Thank you, sir. Okay. Appreciate Cheers. it. There he Bye. is, Charlie Bupazi. 